0: Huda and welcome back to the Canal Street Conclus Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Brendan Ertel. Today, I'm here to talk about the miserable game w- which happened on Sunday where the Saints fell to the 3-8-1 Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. There was so much on the line in this game for the Saints, not just this game um, this week, but long-term. They wanted to keep that first seed. They, wanted to, they had an opportunity to win their division this weekend and uh they didn't do either of those uh the division title for them will have to go on a hold they now are second in the nfc and green the green bay packers have now flip-flopped them because they have the tiebreaker over us because they beat us and everything that went wrong pretty much went wrong from start to finish this was ugly this was straight up ugly and before I like get in depth about this game, I want to start off with my opening rant. And I'm I'm not happy, and I procrastinated doing this even podcast because I was I, I wasn't happy. They came out extremely flat. They knew that they were going to win this game and they thought they'd probably beat them by two scores, two three scores. Rookie quarterback, they've won three games, they're struggling, their O-line sucks. And then you know what? They got their ass kicked. They did. And maybe they needed it because this team has been through so much adversity. They've overcame so much. Yes, not having Drew on the road hurts. It's Philadelphia. It's cold. They always have a good team. But you know what? This team isn't as good as it was in years past. And throughout this game, the Eagles lost Terry Slay, Derek Barnett, Fletcher Cox, Ronald McLeod, so Rodney McLeod. So many players came out of this game. And they couldn't. They couldn't capitalize offensively. The offensive line of Philadelphia. I talked to Pat Ralph, who writes for them last week, and he told me they're miserable. They've played horrible all year. Horrible. The Saints couldn't get one sack. They didn't touch Jalen Hurts one time. And the one time they did hit him, it was uh, roughing the passer by Quan Alexander. Man. This team was just not mentally prepared for this game. I mean, that's that's the only thing. Every unit, offense, defense, special team, sucked. And not just the units themselves, the individual parts of the units. Offensively, running the ball, passing the ball, blocking, pass blocking, running routes. It was all garbage. Quarterback play, not good. Defensively, could not stop the run. Absolutely could not. Our beautiful streak of not allowing our 100-yard rusher is now gone, and it's obliterated with two 100-yard rushers. Jalen Hurts, looking like literally vintage Michael Vick with the Eagles, ran all over them, and it seemed like all game there was no adjustment for Jalen. He was running all over the place, and the DBs actually, hats off to him, they weren't the worst unit today. They didn't allow anything really over the top, and the only problem was Jalen could just take off, and when they did have good coverage, he took off and ran for a first down if he wasn't throwing for a first down. The defensive backs are the only units that I can't say played like absolute garbage. Who's to blame for all this? Everyone. You, can, you, you decide who you want to point your finger at because it honestly doesn't matter. Every single person that got on that plane and rode to New Orleans thought in the back of their head, this is going to be an easy game. We're going to roll them. It's the NFL. Any given Sunday. And that proves that. The Philadelphia Eagles, who would have thought, who would have thought, came out here and destroyed the Saints. The score doesn't say that the Saints or that the Eagles dominated, but they did. The Saints are a good enough team where they played like absolute garbage and only lost by three points. That's lucky. If this wasn't a good team, they would have lost by multiple scores. And if we were playing a good team, we would have lost by two three touchdowns some people blame Sean Payton some people blame Taysom you can blame the defense you can blame Dennis Allen you can blame whoever you want because you're not wrong there's no wrong person in this scenario they all came out flat and lots of Saints took to Twitter and be like yeah we, we we got punched in the face we honestly did Toronto Armstead said that was a rude awakening that we probably needed and yes, they did. They haven't been blowing teams out. It's not like they've beaten every team by 15, 20 points. They've been beating teams close. And I talked about I wasn't too sure that the Saints would beat this team by multiple scores just because they haven't done that in the past. These past few weeks, they've barely beaten these teams. And yes, a win's a win. doesn't matter to the NFL. is a good teams. If you come out and just play like crap, you're not going to win. And it, it's frustrating too because they played so bad. But they were given so many opportunities to get back in this game. For example, 4th and 2, Taysom Hill. I'm going to go absolutely in-depth in this. If you guys want to go pull up the play, please do. 4th and 2, the Saints have been setting up this play all year long. And it was going to work. It was a great play call by Sean Payton. Throughout the year, we've seen Taysom Hill roll to the right, Drew Brees roll to the right, and throw a quick little pass to Emmanuel Sanders or Traequan. And it's like a 5-6 yard gain if it's a good pass. And they, they ran it earlier in the game, and it was a good look. They liked the look they got. So they went back right to it. But this time, it was a double move with Emmanuel Sanders. he They are going for a touchdown. They liked the look that they got, and the coverage they got on the field was cover three, and that's exactly what they wanted. It was the perfect play call. And Emmanuel Sanders ran his route. It was a great route. About a five or six yard out, and then cuts it upfield and turns it into almost a shriek and a post. And with the covers the Eagles got, it was going to be wide open and he would have scored. But for some reason, the undrafted rookie that the Eagles linebacker was there, he bailed with him, didn't really do his job, his zone, and just went with Emmanuel Sanders 25 yards down the field. And he covered him up really well and it wasn't open. If it wasn't for that guy, he would have probably would have scored. But because that dude had maybe messed up on his job, it led Michael Thomas wide open. I know a lot of people say, oh, I can't play in the NFL. You probably could have thrown that pass to Michael Thomas 10 yards down the field. He was wide open. And why Taysom Hill didn't throw it, I cannot tell you. I do not know. I do not know. I don't know if he was waiting uh, to see if Emmanuel popped open longer. But uh, injury to insult, he fumbled the football. Got Took the sack and fumbled the football. On fourth down, you have nothing to lose if you're going to take a sack. Just throw it. I don't care if it was a Hail Mary to Male Sanders. If it gets picked off, that's better than taking a sack fumble. Honestly, that's, that's that's that. And that was just one opportunity that they blew. And Will Lutz. Like, come on. It, I know it was a random kicking day in the NFL. It, it was some weird some weird kicks. P- players missing kicks all over Dan Bailey, Dustin Hopkins, of course, Will Lutz. And then the Eagles missing a 22-yarder. The moon was just aligned differently today or on that game day, but he he missed. He missed. was 0-2 for on kicks and the Saints lost by three. If Will Lutz makes his kicks, the Saints potentially win this game in the worst game they've ever played in the past three years, honestly. And it didn't happen that way. He had a great onside kick. They didn't get that either. But I'm going back to Will Lutz's second field goal where it was a 57-yarder and it barely hooked to the left. It was a deep field goal and it would have been uh, one of his longest this season. And I'm going back on that third down. It was uh around third and long. I think it was third or nine and ten. And Taysom took a five to ten yard sack. Which was just by a defensive tackle who let him. Uh, got broke free and he rolled out to the right a little bit. And just took the sack. I don't know why. But you, don't, you throw that ball football away. You get the field goal. And that game's tied up at that point. And instead of throwing it away, he took the sack. And that made the 57 yard field goal almost impossible for a will Lutz who's honestly been struggling a little bit flipping over to the Saints defense who's been the best in the NFL honestly the best in the NFL these past few weeks came out and looked like vintage Saints defense that we're used to seeing sloppy uh couldn't stop the run and couldn't really stop the quarterback at all Jalen Hurts had a phenomenal day we knew he's a talented guy yes he's a rookie But he's got tons of experience. He's played big games. He's played bigger games than probably Carson Wentz did in college, when he was at Alabama playing LSU, playing the national championship against Deshaun Watson. He's played some big games. He's not up. He wasn't scared of this Saints defense. He wasn't. It proved the Eagles had their longest play since 2002 with the 82-yard run by Miles Sanders. Just broke free Kwan Alexander didn't read the gaps well. Defensive lineman got um, pushed around a little bit, and that's all he needed. Miles Sanders is a fast back, and he popped it. This was not a game where we thought that the Eagles had an opportunity to break the Saints' 100-yard rusher record, and they did it with two players. Jalen Hurts on 18 carries, had 106 yards. And the worst thing? Miles Sanders had 14 carries for 115 He's averaging 8 yards a carry. They couldn't stop him. Not at all. Jalen Rieger had also had a carry for 19 yards. Just not good. Jalen Hurts only threw for 167 uh, yards in this game. Not a ton, but he didn't need to throw it. They, he, he didn't. They they All I needed to do was run the football, and that's all I did. When you look at who led the game in tackles, Marcus Williams, what does that tell you? They didn't have a ton of passing yards that all their runs were getting to the second level every time. This offensive line that was rubbish, horrible, terrible all year long, destroyed the Saints front, who has been one of the best in the league. Does it add up? No. What's What happened? They just didn't show up. They didn't show up the second they got off that plane. And I really hope they enjoyed that plane ride home because they really needed that slap in the face. This has pretty much just been a rant podcast. But if you were to record a podcast right now, would you have any kind of st- stats or uh, in depth analysis that you want to talk about, just besides that the Saints just played bad? I mean, Sean Payton's going to go back and watch film. And it's like, it's almost to the point where just throw this game out. The film on it is horrible. And if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, watch this film. Watch all of it. Watch what the Eagles did to expose this team. And they better come out at practice and give it their 100%. Don't take any snaps off. Be ready for this game. They have the hardest team on their schedule this week, coming off the worst loss of the year. If, if you're looking for a positive in all of this, and you have to dive really deep to find a positive out of this game, but just look at the long-term view of the season. When you predicted this, the schedule, what would what'd you think the Saints were going to be? If you said 13 and 3, that's probably a little bit unrealistic based off of their schedule. We thought Tampa Bay was going to be really good. They are good. Just slapped them. We knew Kansas City was going to be tough. We knew Minnesota, of course, would be tough. There's tons of tough teams on our schedule. And if we were healthy, what would you predict us? 13 and 3, 12 and 4, 11 and 5, something like that, something around that range. Last year they finished 13-3, and Drew Brees and Michael Thomas were historically good. Michael Thomas had a phenomenal year. Drew Brees and Michael Thomas have played about two and a half games together this season. If I told you Taysom Hill would be starting four or five games this season, Drew Brees broke about every rib in his body, had a collapsed lung. We missed Michael Thomas for six or seven weeks we lost Emmanuel Sanders to COVID for a few weeks. We didn't have Davenport for a while. We played a game without Marshawn Latimer or Janoris Jenkins. We played a game without Michael Thomas or Emmanuel Sanders. What would you think our schedule, or what'd you think our record would be? If I if you had all that information going in, I, I reflected and I said maybe six wins, six or seven wins. If I knew that Taysom Hill was starting, five or six games. Drew Brees was going to be out for long-term. Michael Thomas was out long-term. Emmanuel Sanders. All of these key guys missed time. Tron Armstead is one of those guys. He had COVID. They've done dealt with so much adversity. And being 10-3 and three on right now is honestly a blessing. That first seed was amazing. It would have been phenomenal to have. But that's not our goal. If we get the first seed and weren't playing good football... Kind of like we were last year. At the end of the schedule, we weren't gonna win anyways. That first game, we're getting, we're gonna lose. We go back to the old playoffs. Look at the, look at the last few years of the playoffs. The Saints haven't been great at the in December, and they, they show it. They lost to Minnesota bad. It honestly doesn't matter what seed this team is. And uh, lots of people come at me and say, I disagree. The one, number one seed is extremely important. Yeah, but that wasn't our goal. We knew we had Kansas City. We knew we had a tough stretch to finish the year. Was your goal to be the first seed, and then we we just win the Super Bowl from there on? No, you still got to be playing great football in December. And if you're not, it doesn't matter what seed you are because you're not winning. The most important thing is the Saints finish strong from here on out. They win the division. They play great against Kansas City. They play their best game. Win or loss, you put your best foot forward. You go out on Minnesota and Christmas, destroy them, beat Carolina, try to finish this season out strong, and get some momentum going into the playoffs. If they're the second seed in the playoffs, all right, bring it. Who, what, when, where, why? Anytime in the Superdome. We will play anyone at any time. With this Saints team healthy, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This is the most talented, one of the most talented teams on paper right now, and they have played. We look back. If we get that Tampa Bay performance on Sunday Night Football every week, that's a Super Bowl team. We just need to channel that every week. They didn't have that Super Bowl team this Sunday. It is an honest blessing to be 10-3 and at this point in the season with all this adversity, with all this going on. The Saints just need to finish strong. And this is a bad, bad loss. But I'd prefer to be embarrassed on December 13th rather than in January when we're trying to win a Super Bowl. That is my rant. That is my final rant. Please let me know how you guys are feeling about this. I know it's a tough loss. I know it's hard. But I tweeted out in the game, have faith. Just have faith. Have faith that this team can come back and play great football. This is the biggest game of the year for the Saints. And it's not because they're playing the Kansas City Chiefs. It's because it's the next game. The Saints didn't play like that this game. They didn't act like it was the most important game of the season. Your most important game is the next game. And that is the Kansas City Chiefs. And I'll be coming at you guys later this week with a preview about the Chiefs. I really hope you guys enjoyed my rant, my positive rant, my negative rant. Please let me know on Twitter how you guys are feeling about this game and just the rest of the season itself. We'll be having a breakdown of Saints-Chiefs later this week hope you guys enjoyed hey, who dat who dat who dat who dat who dat, side, side. Who, dat? who dat let's go let's go